Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to another Christmas special. We hope you've had a fantastic year. This is a really 007 Christmas special. And if you don't know already, you can find us and look us up um, on all the usual social media channels and just look up really 007 pod. I've, I've done my best Tom impression there, but <laughs> you'll soon realise. <laughs> you'll soon realise it's it's not Tom, it's uh, his kid brother, Harry. As, Operation as last year, year brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as last year, I've opted to host this Christmas special, um, and it's a pleasure. And just like our anniversary special, uh, we just want to express how grateful we are to be here for another Christmas as a, as a podcast. You know, we've not been cancelled yet, uh, despite <laughs> some of our views. And that, that does show what a tolerant bunch the Bond fandom is, so we, we do thank you. Though we've been mixed on No Time to Die, and we've even <laughs> had to record unprecedented debating episodes. <laughs> I mean, could there be any other films? Maybe Debating Die Another Day, but there wouldn't be many that we'd have to debate, would there? What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say that we've been mixed. I think we've been completely... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really unanimous to be... We've all enjoyed the first yeah. hour. Even our Famous. positive guests have been, you know... Fairly <laughs> anti. <laughs> anyway, despite Just our output, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. Despite our mixed, let's call them mixed views of trying to be positive and downright dour, we've tried to take inspiration from No Time to Die actually and break from well-known traditions and comforts. <laughs> we're not leaning on the things that please everyone, and we're not going to give you the Christmas special you expect. Just like. We shouldn't expect a traditional, by the numbers, good James Bond film. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to venture into left field and reinvent something that doesn't need reinventing. 
<laughs> Normally with Christmas time. Oh, sorry, sorry, Rob. I was worried. Does one of us have to die? <laughs> it's one of those dark of Christmas off. horror films. Who's, who's got someone pregnant? <laughs> now, no one will be killing anyone else off, Rob. You just do it yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to try and, well, normally you'd spend Christmas time, you know, you picture the, the pristine white snow, the hats and gloves, the, the roast dinners, and most importantly, the crackling warm log fire of Truman Lodge. Ooh, don't you think it's a pretty good plan? All I want for Christmas is a real good tan. However, we've packed our bags and we've jetted out here. Instead of white snow, we want you to picture white and golden sands. Instead of decorated Christmas trees, we want you to picture swaying palm trees. And instead of Santa sitting with hot chocolate overlooking the workshop, cobbling together wonderful toys, we want you to picture Fran Sanchez up in his office controlling drug money being pumped around the casino because yes we are spending Christmas 2021 in the city of Isthmus There we do actually have, you'll see over there, we do actually have some multicoloured twinkling lights on that tree. And there it goes down into a power pack. Oh, oh hold on, that's that's not a power pack. That's a, a cigarette pack. And the <laughs> top light's stuck in some toothpaste. Christmas <laughs> <laughs> lights at all. <laughs> um, we're going to do a bit of a Home Alone 2. And like the McAllister family, spend Christmas in a tropical climate this year. A tropical climate. Just to clarify, listeners, we're not doing this because we're inspired by No Time to Die. That, that, <laughs> that, that was nonsense. Nor are we doing it because we're so obsessed with License to Kill that all our Christmas specials have to be somehow related to that specific film. <laughs> <laughs> we're simply doing it because Isthmus sounds like Christmas. <laughs> it's as simple as that. We've taken the gag and we've worked backwards from there, reverse engineering. Oh, oh. Yeah, good. <laughs> no, it, it is the chance, and, and, and probably a once-in-a-lifetime chance, to wish each other a happy or merry Isthmus. Um, so allow me, listeners, to wish Isthmus greetings to our guests for this Isthmus special. <laughs> we are extremely grateful to be joined together in celebrating this Isthmus with each and every one of our regular contributors, plus an extra special visitor who joined us last year. So allow me to say, Happy Isthmus, Rob. Happy Isthmus. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Isthmus, Tom. Happy Isthmus. It's, it's, it's quite pleasant here. Free from Sanchez's reign now. He's behind yeah. you. <laughs> Hang on, are you upstairs? <laughs> Down by the pool. <laughs> Happy Isthmus, Chris. Happy Isthmus. And happy Christmas, Jess. Happy Christmas. I thought it was happy yeah. Isthmus. Yeah, um, yeah. Cheers. Yeah, I think I'll blame that on saying Chris. Maybe, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Let me get this right. Happy Isthmus math. Happy Isthmus. 
Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, John. And happy Christmas. Aha. Oh, oh, oh. Firstly, it's wonderful just guys to spend Christmas with you again. Um, another year of talking, fantasizing, dreaming, recording, and now even debating Bond with you guys. It's it's great that we get to spend this downtime together. You know, it's a chance for us to reflect on what has passed and what is to come after Isthmus as well. So in order to, first of all, reflect, let's recap on what you got as gifts last Isthmus and see if you still have it, okay? Mm. And even if you still remember what you got or whether it's been binned. And if you remember, last Isthmus you got gadgets from Q Branch and some of them were right up your street and some of them were less... Less so. Now, Tom, you got a third nipple, if you remember last Christmas. <laughs> Where is that nipple now? Just... <laughs> <laughs> the tape, no, Tom just... is lifting a shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for the purpose of the tape. Yeah, after shortly after the special uh, ended at Truman Lodge, I went outside and just chucked it in a bush. <laughs> Pay it forward for the next person. Yeah. Um, John, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah got it. <laughs> John, you got those sunglasses from a view to a kill, um, <laughs> and you did, and you wanted the Atachi case, didn't you? So I think you were pretty disappointed. But did you grow to maybe love those sunglasses? Uh, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't worry. And and are they still even in your house, John? Um, uh, they may be somewhere in the chest of drawers, wiping the in the dressing up drawers. Them. Yeah, something like the fancy dress. The kids use them now and again. Yeah. <laughs> Math, what about the wrist dart gun from Moonraker? You you were really chuffed with that. Yeah, I I mean I've run out of darts and I've accidentally killed a few people, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's been worth it. It's been worth it. Really nice little gadget. And and uh, I think. You wanted, didn't you? Or did you? You didn't want, I think. Toby Stevens's suit from Down of the Day. So <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I wasn't. I'm afraid. I don't think. Uh, I don't think it'd suit me uh, as well as <laughs> as well as being completely ridiculous. <laughs> um, Rob, you drove away in a gondola. I did. Was that in the garage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... I use it regularly Sunday afternoons. That's our drive. So um, yeah, you'll you'll often see us at the the sort of relevant pubs in Cheshire, pulling up in the <laughs> the bondola. Sorry, it just made me think. Sorry, you know, with all the recent films like to unveil, you know, an old car under a drape. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> unveiling the bondola. <laughs> Chris, how's that? How's that mini radio transmitter from Skyfall doing? Uh, I think I've lost it. I think I'm <laughs> swallow it. Yeah, yeah. 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 back in the tattoo somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> obviously it's quite small, so it's quite easy to lose. And what about the uh, radio transmitter? Now, over to you, Jess. You've got the key finder from Living Daylights, so and we're all quite jealous about that. I don't remember. Yeah, you got the key mm. finder. Now, that must have come in use. Oh, absolutely. It's brilliant. On a um, night shift on accident and emergency. Brilliant. That yeah. stun gas coming very handy a number of times. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Good stuff. <laughs> and I got that um, magnetic watch from uh, Live and Let Die. And I, yeah, really chuffed with that. I've used that quite a lot. Yeah. So great. Good stuff. 
even though those prints were maybe a bit hit and miss, it was great to see each of those faces as you opened some surprising Bond-related Isthmus presents. Anyway, it's more it's, it's about the, the reactions more than anything. Since then, though, we have been through a lot. We've been through a lot and maybe had several changes of heart. <laughs> One of the most significant developments since last Isthmus is obviously the release of No Time to Die. And on last year's Isthmus special, we discussed the idea that Daniel Craig may well be visited by three ghosts on Isthmus <laughs> Eve, if you remember, <laughs> in hope of showing him, you know, that life isn't so bad. The character he plays shouldn't be so unhappy and that he actually may wake up on Isthmus morning and in sheer joy declare that he is on top of the world and he has so much to be happy and proud and all, also has a lot to live for. Rob, do you think the ghosts of Isthmus past Isthmus present and Isthmus future visited him <laughs> and turned things around for him? What do you think, Rob? I, I think he woke up and the, the ghost of Isthmus future presented him a, a cup of cocoa with a great big dump in it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's the future of James Bond for you, buddy. <laughs> um, uh, I'm struggling to. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think maybe he'd had a great Christmas nine. Uh, sorry, is is I said Christmas. You can't <laughs> uh, say maybe, Christmas. Maybe he's had a great uh, had a great Isthmus nineteen nineteen ninety nine. Sorry, two thousand and nineteen. <laughs> when presumably they were well eighteen, possibly when they were filming the movie. When you know the first half of the movie was really buoyant and fun. Yeah. So I think he had a great start to the year. Maybe the Christmas ghost said, oh, rein it in. Rain it in. Come on. <laughs> remember, remember, you know, what you stand for. <laughs> and um, I think maybe, yeah, from there. What, don't the don't worry, Rob. I, I, I won't Marley. put you on the spot. Bob Marley. It was uh, not Bob Marley. <laughs> and not old man Marley. Old man Marley, yeah. yeah. I think there was a transition to Scrooge and old man Marley by the time we got to the second half of that film. <laughs> Bob Marley. Now, if I'm to consult my script and pretending to be Tom again, it's at this point, I would say, I'm goading. I'm goading, of course. <laughs> I think we all know very well. Last year, we, we did speculate as to what each James Bond's Isthmus would look like, if you remember. We still thought about Roger Moore's Bond, his, his Christmas, and Pierce Brosnan's Bond, his Christmas. And I suppose now we can imagine Daniel Craig's Bond's Isthmus before he died, can't we? Because, my word, he's got a big family, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Christmas is simpler this year because you can't buy presents when you're dead. <laughs> yeah. His Christmas is dead simple. It's just six feet under. Oh, no, actually, it's not. It's disintegrated. There is there is no yeah. such do you, thing. Do you think that... Oh, I was going to say, do you think Blofeld, Madeline, Matilde will still meet for Isthmus, but Blofeld's <laughs> gone, hasn't he? Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. And Till yeah. so just heard that story about a man named Bond, James Bond, and said, so what? Moved on, I think. Yeah. She, she's she's like, yeah. Or, you know, like, is, is he that fella that one day just appeared and gave us that terrible afternoon in the woods? Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, I was, you know, going to have a nice trip to Jurassic Park. And all these I things. know, yeah. 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 <laughs> now, do you know what? I'm sorry. I, I've had a bit of a reality check and realised that, guys, this is Isthmus. And I shouldn't be spreading all this hate and negativity, especially as the reason 
truthfully, the, the reason we care so much is because we love this franchise so passionately, isn't it, guys? We, you know, we absolutely love it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to try and have a change of tack. Um, this Isthmus special should be a happy occasion where we get on merrily and enjoy trying to link James Bond somehow to Isthmus spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so I think perhaps, you know, we need a drink for this. Hope you've all got drinks. Coming round now, though, we've got a warm mug of mulled mojito oh. for you to sip on. And there's also a cigar to accompany it. Well, perfect for this climate, I'd say. And as I just passed them round, I don't know if you'd just like to say thanks to the mulled mojito in your best Pierce Brosnan voice. <laughs> I'm going to come first to Math. If First, I'm going to come to you. So you've got a picture, you're receiving a mulled mojito, you've got a cigar in your mouth. You are Pierce Brosnan when he's so into the Bond role that he's becoming inaudible. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the mulled mojito. <laughs> Looking like Raul, though, you know. <laughs> Rob, I liked Rob. it. I, I, I believed that. It was great. Yeah. Man. It's your turn, Rob. Here's your uh, mulled no, mojito and your I cigar. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Old Moito, thanks. <laughs> I think the smoke went down the wrong way. <laughs> sorry, coming to you, Chris. Oh, sorry, that's that's not a cigar in a box. Sorry, that's that's a bionic eye and a cushion. Sorry. Um, I'll just, I'll just move that away. Um, Chris, here's your um, mulled mojito and cigar. Thanks. Old Moito. <laughs> Nice. Whisper! Whisper! Well, Jess, you're up. Yeah, I'm not doing that, sorry. <laughs> John. <laughs> well, it's probably about that big the cigar is gone. <laughs> 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 Thanks for the whole mojito. <laughs> the thought between the two went bold. Yeah. Mojito. <laughs> it, went, it went a bit Sanchez, but it, it was good. <laughs> that's no, that's not a bad thing at all. Finally, Tom, here's your mojito, Tom, and your cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for my mojito. <laughs> now edit over Stu only live tweets. Properly. Yes, yes. <laughs> what a treat that was on our anniversary special. Yes, yes. So grateful for that. I'm crying, absolutely crying. So yeah, let's raise a cheer. And in order to do so, I've always found kind of the best thing to do therapy-wise is to let go of some grudges, hard feelings, and free ourselves of things that have happened in the Bond franchise recently or decades ago in order to move forward this isthmus. I want you to each just take some time at the moment to think about something in the franchise that you really struggle with. And this can be listeners as well. This is something as much for the listeners so we can really move forward this isthmus. Something that weighs you down and you find yourself coming back to time and time again during sleepless nights, maybe on Twitter. And now I want you to just laugh, okay? Because 
research says that when we laugh, our brain really... No, I'm not going <laughs> to go all officially playing it. <laughs> 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 yeah, if we did laugh, it'd probably be ho-ho. It should be ho-ho-ho. Or um, Baron Sandy, Tom? Baron Samedi. Yeah, can you can you do just do, just do us his laugh, please? I'd, I'd like to just hear. It, really. That wasn't it. Beautiful day. Totally sidetracked. Sorry. <laughs> For me, my example, and this is what I'll do to sort of release my negative. Energies. I often find myself unable to reconcile with Eric Serra's musical choices in Goldeneye. Find it difficult. What? <laughs> so, in an act of in an act of cleansing and in the name of Isma's spirit, I'm going to adopt some Christmassy wisdom from none other than Professor Joe Budge and say, Eric, I was sad to hear the musical cues in Goldeneye in the first few years of watching it, and I've only grown to dislike them even more. <laughs> I often think what the film may have been like with some Barry-esque musical cues and spent many nights wondering why you made the choices you did. But, with the help of my friend Professor Joe Butcher, I'm going to forget about it, forgive it and move on and say, Eric Serra, bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately, I feel released. I feel better. Math, have you had some thinking time? Is there something in the franchise where, you, you know, you just can't move on from it? And I, I just want you to tell us about it, your biggest bugbear, and then forgive it and see if at the end Professor Joe Butcher's warm words can give you some healing right. assistance. Well, one of, one of my most significant bugbears, um, well... It's just that, that Blofeld scene in No Time to Die when it, you know, Blofeld appears in that cage at 0.3 miles an hour coming forward. <laughs> and I mean, I, people people will probably disagree with me here. More people not on this call than uh, on, on, you know. <laughs> I find Daniel Craig's acting in that scene so weird. Like, okay, Blofeld, you know. Now, it's like, what on earth? What? Anyway. Uh, so that that whole scene and and Daniel Daniel Craig's acting for me. All you have to do is utter the words, Matthew. This Christmas, think about that scene. Think about Joe Butcher. What would he say? Yeah, it's tough. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't know this was about forgiveness. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. It's about yeah, no moving idea. forward. Resurrection. It's about moving forward. <laughs> I'll try and move I'm forward. Not ready okay. To Okay, Daniel Craig, Christoph Waltz, anyone else involved in that scene? Bless your hearts. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling, Matt? Is it is it gone? We'll see. <laughs> Chris, now perhaps you've had some time to think something in the franchise that is pretty difficult, but maybe this isthmus you can put behind you. Yeah, it was at this time of year. There's nothing better than obviously when you're, you're not in Espresso and it's nice and sunny, is that you know, put the fire on, maybe have a sherry and watch on Her Majesty get service. It feels very for me, it's a very festive, very, very mm. festive film. So I associate it obviously with this time of year. However, the inclusion of that music 
in No Time to Die is something that I have struggled with and continues. I can't, I'm not sure I can do this. <laughs> no, you talk about it. Just talk about it. Talk about it. Is yeah. So the inclusion of you know not not necessarily you have the all the time in the world, but some of the musical cues from uh, On Her Majesty's Secret Service in No Time to Die is hard for me to to to, to, to get past. Uh, but you know, I'm a grown up. Yeah. And it is a good time, a good time of year to reflect on, on things. So, Hans, <laughs> Harry, Barbara, Michael, Booby, Daniel, obviously. <laughs> I forgive you. Bless your heart. <laughs> Chris, that was really, really big of you. Actually, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can see the weight lifting off your shoulders. It was always better. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to Jess. Well, you're, you're there, Jess. Something that you found difficult throughout the franchise that, you know, every time you think about it, you can't quite forgive it. Uh, is, there some, is there some way that Butcher's words can, can raise your spirits? <laughs> Butcher's. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, it's, it's much probably a bit more serious. Although maybe not, because you do feel pretty strongly about that music don't you Chris is that you know as a lover of the books I've always had a problem with the way that the women female characters in the books are kind of changed uh, for the films in particular the character of Tiffany Case who I absolutely love in the book Mm. and who in the films is just like a kind of bawdy Victorian music hall singer (laughs) in a bikini (laughs) basically who kind of just goes oh my god like that for like two an hour and a half Hi Mr. Q. Are you having any luck? I'm being somewhat successful, thank you. Listen, Mr. Q, I, I-, I was wondering, have you heard any talk about me from Felix or James? No, I'm afraid not. Well, I guess I'm working for the good guys now, but I'm still only two steps away from the slammer if they want me there. I thought you might be able to put in a good word. I really, really struggle with that, and to the point where I really struggle to watch that film, actually. Because I love the I love Tiffany Case in the book. Well, I'm hoping, yeah. Jess, that after <laughs> uttering the words, you may even go off and watch the film tonight. <laughs> but it all hinges on saying those three words. <laughs> okay, I'll try. Bless your heart. <laughs> Good accent. Lovely. Yeah. I don't feel any better. I don't. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes it takes a few days, Jess. I find. Yeah. I need to work harder to channel my isthmus spirit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sort of on that note, Tom. What were you wanting to kind of share with us? Is there something that's happened in the franchise that you struggle with? Many things. <laughs> of course, which is true. Which is that? That's true to remember. It's not just you know recent events and stuff. You know, there are pretty much in every, you know most films there'd be something that you know you might. Yeah. It might not have done yourself, but what is it? What is it, Tom? Tell well, I, d- I didn't want to go with a sort of an obvious plot point, so I thought mm. I'd go for a, an individual line that is so bad, and it's in one that many consider the best scripts and the best film in the entire franchise. So it's in the scene at Lake Como. I've actually been there as well, which is a lovely place, and it's all going well. Bon Vesper falling in love, David Arnold on his A game, beautiful music, mm. and then Bond says. If you'd just been born, wouldn't you be naked? And I honestly, I honestly <laughs> think that is the worst line in the entire franchise. Hello. Hello. You're right. I can't resist waking you. Every time I do, you look at me as if you hadn't seen me in years. 
If you'd just been born, wouldn't you be naked? You have me there. You can hurt me anywhere. I can. Yeah, here, there, anywhere you like. Far worse than anything. You want to be in bed with a naked baby? I just can't begin to understand what the joke is. I'm glad it exists, though. Like everything, I think it's hilarious. (laughs) It's just this. This was like you know Eva Green acting her socks off, and and then what? (laughs) All right, you just want to shag me? Is that I don't understand what I don't know what the joke is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, well, I suppose this is sorry. This is your moment, Tom. So. I'm not going to add fuel to the fire. I'm hopefully <laughs> here. This is a chance to put it out, isn't it? Just say the words. Just say, say <laughs> the words. Bless your heart. Oh, oh brilliant. <laughs> well done, Tom. Well done. John? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm supposed to be the Craig defender of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, I'm going in two-footed on No Time to Die as well. Uh, the um, the caveat was that you were not allowed to talk about Bond's death as this as this point. So I went for the fact that Bond has a kid instead. And Ooh. and the, the the fact the fact that I have the problem with this is is that listen, it's perfectly believable that James Bond has a child. There's only the best one line yeah. in the whole. There's only one line in the whole of Bond that I can think of that even he talks about contraception, and that's when uh, Brosnan goes, that depends on your definition of space. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so, so, you know, it's perfectly conceivable when you've got a stud like James. Um, yeah, and and the only one who like possibly is too old to believe as they continually made out be Monica Bellucci. <laughs> as they kept going on about how what a progressive choice that was. Anyway, they're, they're, they're things that I'm not even talking about. What am I getting? I'm just sitting here. We'll have a separate session with you, John, later. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> someone someone could make a lot of money out of me from uh, therapy <laughs> sessions on this series. But when it comes to this, what, what really annoys me about it is the execution in, in terms of that if James Bond had a child, that in itself is a whole film. That is the, you know, in terms of like, you look at License to Kill, the whole premise is that his best mate's been maimed. The, James Bond having a child is a film in itself. That is the that is the biggest thing that had happened in the Bond history. And yet it's here used as a cheap tag on to add more emotional weight to Madeline Swan. Mm. That's why it's there. It's, it's, it's a really cheap plot point. The, the child actress is good, but it's just to make you believe in Adolf more. And I think that that is really poor writing. To quote an Adolf Hitler video, this is not an episode of Dallas. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's, that's, what's got, that's what's really getting me at the moment. Do I feel in a place of forgiveness? I've got to be honest, no. But as a man of faith, there is a Bible verse that says, bless your enemies for when you bless them, it is like dropping burning hot coals on their head. So for that, for that benefit, <laughs> um, Purvis, Wade, Barbara, Michael, Craig Daniels, <laughs> bless your heart. <laughs> wow. Wow, John. Inspired. 
You presented the case so well and then just sent it away so well as well. I can see just how relieved you are to, to finally put that behind you. I mean, we're all completely over that, John. We have no issue with Bond having no. at all. You know? <laughs> it's, it is interesting to hear these things that we have on our, on our kind of on our mind when watching the series, when watching a film. And it's funny how your, your perspectives, you know, do change and sometimes change over time. It, these, I suppose, are the ones we feel that have stuck with us most. And there's one person who's <clears throat> not told us their, their greatest bugbear, the thing that perhaps winds them up. And I suspect <laughs> there are, there's a whole listenership out there who are going to anticipate Rob's greatest <laughs> hang-up, his greatest... What would you call it, Rob? What would you, your greatest? Well, it's the moment that James Bond died for me. So uh, before before he actually died, well, he first died. Yeah. Yeah. first time he died, yeah. Uh, <laughs> God, in the set, right? Oh. What is it, Rob? We don't know. We don't know. I, I like. I, I was I was in the cinema watching this. It wasn't opening night because Casino Royale had sort of dumb, dulled the sort of excitement that I had for things, even though I respected what a movie it was and all that kind of stuff. And I was watching Quantum of Solace and um, <laughs> oh, yes, things were going from bad to worse. The shining light in those movies, aside from Vesper, who I thought was brilliant, but, you know, where Eva Green's portrayal of Vesper was absolutely amazing. But I still didn't, you know, fully get the story behind there their togetherness or anything like that. I didn't get or buy that they were, oh, this is the one, you know, the one woman. No, we've no Tracy. Thank you. Tracy <laughs> is the is the one woman at, the, at this point. The shining light was Mathis. He was just an absolute dude, a gent, mm. misunderstood, lovely friend, extremely underst- uh, understanding, brilliantly played by um oh God, Giancarlo Giannini. In- Giannini, that's it. Thank you so much. I was going to say Esposito. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I've got the, the whole um, setting stuck, mashed up in my head there. For him to d- die was fine. For him to be 360 tomahawked into a dumpster <laughs> is um, just an absolute disgrace and a turd on the entire franchise. The character, the legacy, the whole cinematic enterprise. He wouldn't care. People might say, oh, yeah, that's what a spy would do. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not here for a real spy. If this is a real spy, I'm going to watch some desk jockey who's, you know, £100, who's sitting in his suit and he's just doing cyber terrorism or just tapping keys. I'm not here for that. I'm here for James Bond. It's be therapeutic. <laughs> Surviving situations. I'm not here for him binning his mates. I'm not here for this. I wanted to be this guy growing up. Hmm. How could you want to be this guy? He's horrible. Stationary. Oh, yeah, he's a real hero. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You want me to forgive this? You want me to look purposely laid in the eye and say, yeah, this is fine? No, they killed James. I I adored Bond my whole life. And then when I saw this, I, I did not watch Bond again for over a decade because I could not understand what they had done to this guy that I love so much. I could not understand what any of them had done. So if you want forgiveness from me, you can go whistle. <laughs> We've forgiven them, Rob. I'm no. not forgiving them. I'm not forgiving them. Yeah. Bless right. your um, heart. Yeah. Eat a turd. <laughs> Don't believe you, Rob. 
<laughs> yeah, if the bidding was bad, killing Bond. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Thank you, Rob. I no, I know, I know that's been hard for each of us. Um, uh, you know, I'm so th- sorry. I realised things... that I am going to get in a lot of trouble on Twitter for that. So yeah. No, no. C- come at me. Come at me. Like I said at the start, I... this this is a, a we were so obsessed and in love with this franchise that we're coming up with a Christmas special on a podcast about it, which is kind of sums up how much we love this thing and how much things mean to us. Any excuse to talk about things. And that, guys, was just an excuse to say, bless your heart, on a podcast. Nothing more. (laughs) But having said that, I do feel like we're in a better place, having done it. And perhaps able to hopefully now feel a bit more positive for Isthmus, I'm hoping, now that we've said, bless your heart. And maybe we can start to celebrate a little bit more. Go to your phones. Please help us. The seven of us are going to have a small disco now, a small disco, and we'll all obviously call this a disco valente. And the idea, <laughs> and the idea is that this isthmus, everyone here gets to choose their favourite thirty seconds from a piece of Bond music. All you guys have submitted your your tracks. You told me about them, and I had an absolute whale of a time listening to them and. Uh, also thinking about that moment in the film as well. And it turns out that what, what I've done is I've, I've kind of mixed them all up into one track that takes you from one 30-second snippet to the other. And you just can't dance to it. It's not going to be a disco. <laughs> <laughs> so it is called Disco Valente. But what it's really about, if it's not about dancing, it's about bringing that feeling of 007 joy and absolute awesomeness into the room with us and for the listeners as well. We're each going to kind of introduce the piece of music we've chosen, but just want to know why you've picked it, how it makes you feel. Really just take this opportunity to present some amazing music from the James Bond series. First up, John, what was the the piece of music that just makes you get in that Bond mood and just go for it? Uh, well, it could have been any. It could have been any track from Honor Majesty's Secret Service, but I've actually gone for Gumball Safe, oh. and the reason why I've gone for that is uh, I remember when I watched Honor Majesty's for the first time. Uh, I must have been about eleven year old, and this scene was so intense. Like I was so scared, thinking, "Oh, he's going to get caught." And it's only when I got older, like. Well, it's a very, very intense scene, but George Lazenby is playing it as chill as you like. He sat there with a Playboy magazine. <laughs> he, he is not playing tension whatsoever. What is actually the tension is, well, it's the direction and the editing, but it's also, it's the music. It's just that simple line. It starts with just a cello, a do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, and then it adds a bit of, uh, it adds some like synthesizer, just back and forth notes, like basically kind of like a metronome to the sound of a clock, like the clock's ticking. Until it, and then it really crescendos with some brash bits, just repeating those few notes over and over again till Gumball comes back at two o'clock. But what I absolutely love about this music is, is is that we can take for granted that kind of, it's quite a formulaic thing to do, is that when you've got a tense scene, use a couple of notes and build it mm. up. The, the perfect example is Jaws, you know. But we've mm. got to remember that <clears throat> Majesty's Secret Service was like six years before Jaws. 
this is this is something that is they use it, John Barry again is I didn't get that. an idea. Could you try again? <laughs> Siri. <laughs> well, Siri, I'll tell you about that again. So, Hello, Thomas. <laughs> what is going on? Sorry, John, carry on. Dear it's man. all right. It's absolutely fine. It's just the use of a couple of notes with... it's. It, I mean, it's just amazing. And I think we talked about this on a previous episode that now the style is very much trying to create atmosphere in soundtracks and build it that way and Zimmer's <clears throat> the king of that I'm never getting I'm never going against that but what Barry was great was doing it with melody and building tension with melody and I still watch that scene to this day and I am hooked to the end what I found was a tragedy was when I bought the vinyl this year it's not even on the soundtrack vinyl. what? oh no Brilliant. it's not that's it nuts. Is not. Basically, the vast majority of the soundtrack vinyl are different versions of the theme tune, and we have all the time in the world. There's Try, which is the one in the casino, which is oh, like yeah. chilled lounge music. Sheesh. But no, you have to go on the extended stuff on, on Spotify to actually get for it. But it's just a brilliant piece of music. Superb, John. When you say Gumball Safe, we all know what you're talking about, and I'm sure everyone in this room absolutely loves it. But there's something about when someone else talks about why they love it, you think, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. John, the way you've just described your love for it was absolutely on the spot. So good. What a piece of music. What's going on here? <laughs> I think I might know who this is. Hey? Hey? Wait, now wait, wait. A nun. What do we have here? Hi. Hello? Can everyone hear me? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi. How are you doing? How do I'm you? really well. Rob, you look to be in a fantastic location. <laughs> so was your plane Thank just you. got into, into Christmas City, Jennifer? You've just arrived. <laughs> Unpack I've your just bags. arrived. I'm jet lagged. I've just been, you know, <laughs> traveling all day, all night. And I'm, <laughs> I'm now here to contribute to this amazing session of really 007 oh, <laughs> wonderful and, and you've come at just the right time because we've we're, uh, you know at the start of the episode we've been sort of reflecting looking on back on the year we've had and things um that we've struggled with we're just in the you've come just the right time because we're really looking forward to now we're, we're, we're bringing in the joy and, and jennifer you've come at just the right moment <laughs> We're, we're about to have, yeah we're about we're about to have a disco we're about to step into disco Valente and oh are you yeah and listen to some sweet 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 Bond music and John's <laughs> picked Gumbolt Safe we're going to hear a bit of Gumbolt Safe later <laughs> and Rob's just explaining his choice now so you're just in time for disco Valente amazing oh fabulous brilliant <laughs> what, what are you laughing at Thomas <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at the picture of Jennifer is a cat. So. <laughs> <laughs> what nice do you mean? What do you mean as a cat? That is me. <laughs> Good evening, darling. Good evening, Thomas. <laughs> Hello, Jess. Hi. Person. Oh, yeah. so nice to see your face. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't say the same. I'm sorry. I wish yeah. I could see you on the <laughs> I can see a cat wearing a must, wearing a bow tie, which is nice, but I'd rather see you. Oh, <laughs> well, soon. 
And Christopher, <laughs> you and your poor foot. Oh. Yes. So how is everyone? How's it all been going? Everyone excited <laughs> for Christmas and you'll tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I laughed at well, heckled a little bit at the password to join this Zoom meeting. Actually, <laughs> Pun, punslinger. Was, well, yeah, indeed, yeah. So it's all good. I actually had uh, Gumball safe music going in my head as I was typing in the password. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we'll go to Rob. Which, which piece of music for you just takes you into a moment of sheer bond joy? It's at the end of, in, in the final sort of, uh, in the tanker chase during uh, License to Kill, there is a moment when uh, Pam's plane does a flyby on the tankers and the Bond theme is played on a, a Spanish guitar. It's the 30 seconds around that that I just, I cannot get over or make peace with in my own head just how wonderful it is. I will never not get goosebumps when I hear it, <laughs> especially in the context of the film, because it's about, everything about it is, is so Bond, in, uh, and it encapsulates all the, the Bond tropes that we know and love. It's not a trial, that, that when the Spanish guitar goes for it, it's not, it's not the triumphant Bond thing, like, look at him, here he is, which we've had in that exact same piece of music with the going through the fire thing, you know, when the tanker tips up and goes yeah. through and we get that really big <laughs> with all the, the, <laughs> you know, the trumpets and everything. It's not that. This is more like, right, you know, it's all all the chips on the table here. This is what I feel when I see that, when I hear those um, those notes of the Spanish guitar. All the chips are down. This is happening right now. We're going to find out who's better and who's worse. And Bond is going hell for leather to, to get a remedy here. Uh, he's going for revenge against Sanchez. And it's like he will do anything. And I just get that. And it's like that, that sensation of, you enjoyed all that? You enjoyed that? You ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, and that's what, that's oh. what I want from James Bond. That's I watch I, it again, and then. this gave it me. This oh. gave it me. And it all so came good. from that tiny bit of music. It, it shows just how important, obviously, music is in films. Yeah. You know, it, it really is. But the art of Bond music, what it can do to an audience, for Bond fans, but also for the public, you know, who, who aren't necessarily a Bond fan, the music is such a powerful weapon in the franchise. Rob, you've done a great job of getting me excited about hearing that. I'm sorry, I hope I've redeemed myself from not being able to say, bless your heart, <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe ne we'll, we'll next Christmas we'll we'll revisit that. Well, no, I'm all, I'm all, we'll give you another ha year. Harry, Harry, bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're on me, uh, the the music I've chosen is very difficult because of, obviously there's. I absolutely love the Michael Kamen and George Martin soundtracks. I really do. But there's so much John Barry to choose from, isn't there? I, I think when I was thinking about what I'm going to pick, I was thinking, well. I'm pretty sure it has to be John Barry. And then I was just going through every film. And what I've picked is from Diamonds Are Forever, actually. And, a, you know, a film that we've reviewed. And one that I've said, actually, that, you know, there are things I'm unsure of in that film. The film doesn't necessarily rank that highly when, when you know, when push comes to shove and you've got to rank it. But the soundtrack is utterly ridiculous. It is absolutely a remarkable piece of uh, recording. What John Barry has done with uh, the Diamonds Are Forever soundtrack is just incredible. Obviously, you've got the song and the melody that extends from the song through the, through the score and the cues. <laughs> the Winston Kidd music is yeah, just yeah. absolutely incredible. And again, it's got to that level. It's almost like, yeah, like the Live and Let Die song and so many 
other piece of music where it's so good when you hear the Winston Kidd music that you just laugh out loud how good it is. So like when you when you're just cooking Sunday roast in the kitchen, <laughs> the the Winston Kidd music comes on, just like this is what? this is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anyway, sorry. That isn't, that isn't even the. That's not the piece of music I've chosen. So I don't know why I'm. I'm <laughs> um, I've actually chosen uh, the music. The, tr- the track's called "Bond Meets Bambi and Thumper." When he walks into that that you know the with White's place, and you know we 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 had Trina Parks talking about the filming of that scene, and you know everything behind going into the filming of that scene, the setup of these of Bambi and Thumper meeting Bond and the fight, and then there's great fight music as well. But what you can do with the Bond theme is just perfectly shown in this track when Sean Connery, you know, sometimes, you know, we we might put question marks on him being in this film looking old, you know, perhaps looking overweight and, you know, just those things. But this is just one one of the many occasions where as he walks in, it's just immediately as James Bond, you know, the demeanour, the... The, the swagger is the pink shirt at this moment as well. And it just looks like, like we've said in the review and many times, he's having such a good time being Bond. But my goodness, he is James Bond and the, and the music does it for it. And <clears throat> it's the way Barry gets the electric organ in, in the background to go with it, riding underneath it. That's just absolutely wonderful. So like I said, it, you know, this is supposed to be a disco. When that comes on, there'll be no dancing at all. You'll just, I, like all these things, you just have to stop and think, wow, what a piece of music. I absolutely love it. There are many others I could have chosen, but this isn't I, I wanted to go with that one. Anyway, that's my choice. Chris, what what piece of music are you going to be playing getting uh, Disco Valente tonight? Yeah, well, like you, it, was just, it felt like an impossible task when you look at the, just the, choosing one track from a, a Barry soundtrack is it all it feels impossible anyway so i was trying to look at the ones that are listed most it was i see in living daylights oh there's just so much to choose from there and it has so much variety as well in the way you know how he puts in different motifs and then the songs and then the theme and then all sorts of things and i was thinking oh, maybe that's a bit too obvious you know it gets a lot of attention they're singing diamonds are forever because 007 and counting is just a yeah. remarkable piece of music. Again, it's just, it feels, it's just the tension and, and it feels so dramatic. Then, and then I thought, I wanted to choose a score that is, is doesn't get as much love because obviously the first one I went to is on Her, Her Majesty's Secret Service. So what, what score does not get, get the most amount of love that's Barry? So I went with The Man with the Golden Gun because, yes. well, for, the, for that reason, <laughs> because I, I think he's absolutely brilliant. And, it, and the more I listen to it, the more I think it's some of his best work. And the track I've yeah. chosen is Good Night, Good Night, which is oh. like an orchestral <laughs> version of it. And that, the first 30 seconds, and I think it's, it's, it's probably, I think it's probably like three or four minutes long. But the, 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 the music just has such a subtle change in tone. It, 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 this, you know, regardless of where it actually plays in the, in the film, when you listen to it, it's full of intrigue and drama and it feels lush and it feels like all the things that when I think of <laughs> when I think of Bond and I think it's just you know for me it's a real standout from, from an album that's just full of fantastic I know obviously the title song gets 
isn't it? <laughs> many That's people not me hate. meowing, by the way. The loudest cat in the world. Mummy got a good one. Disagreeing. Oh, and here he is yeah. making an appearance. Oh, <laughs> oh so oh. cute. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so anyway, that would, that's my choice. It's such a good choice, that, and I love your um, motivation as well. And again, it's from another film we've reviewed. You know, we went to town on the Man with the Golden Gun. Probably one of the some of the most fun I've ever had talking about one of the Bond films. That doing that review because there are funny moments in it, but the the soundtrack and many of the features of the film, there's some real quality there, and. Something, some, some of the music is just ridiculously iconic. But that word you used, Chris, lush, absolutely, it, lush. It, it really is. What a choice, Jess. I know the gold is just when anyone has ever been to uh, to Chris and Jess's house, they've got all the vinyls, all the, you know the, the Bond soundtracks, and there's nothing better than having one of their vinyls on in their house. These guys know their stuff. They know the Barry. I can only guess that Jess has gone for Barry. Jess, what 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 have you chosen? Yeah, I've gone for Barry. It couldn't have been anything else for me, really. But I was I like the rest of you guys, really spoiled for choice. I went, I submitted one selection, didn't I? And then I changed my mind actually mm. because uh, I found it really hard to choose. But I, in the end, have gone for Golden Girl from um, the Goldfinger soundtrack because I think I just think it's perfect. I love. So you've got the scene. Obviously, Bond has been he's met Jill. They've had a nice time together and then he gets clubbed, knocked unconscious. And he comes around and you've got the kind of the tension as he comes around, you know, the tense mm. the music is kind of tense and then and he's and he's kind of unsure of what what's gone on. And then he discovers Jill dead and painted gold, which is very strange. And the music is just really um kind of otherworldly and quite dreamlike. And I just think it like I just think it's an absolutely perfect piece of music and that it, and I think it stands up to the test of time like all Barry's I think it sounds contemporary yeah. it could be in a film now and he could put it in any kind like he could put it in a horror film now or in any in lots of different kinds of films because it's kind of got a romantic feel as well and I love also that it lends weight to Jill's death which I think sometimes in Bond films you know they can you know the, the, the women the, the, you know Bond has his way with him and then they get killed and it's kind of, they're kind of they're kind of quite disposable aren't they but I think it gives Jill's Jill's death has a kind of it's kind of quite a profound moment for Bond because he can't quite process it, and the music sort of underlines that really beautifully. I think. Jess, I, I love that. Sorry. Can I just uh, sorry? Yeah, go, it, up, go, please. Because uh, because I think that the series gets a lot of flack for sometimes the disposability of the the female characters and having this happen in the third movie, you know, and to have you know this is only the third movie. This is still 1964. You know, so it says like, oh, Bond's growing up, growing. No, Bond was Bond actually had these moments very early on in the mm. franchise where there was introspection, there were, mm. you know, there was a reining in on the disposability. Albeit, mm. this was moments after that awful smack bottom man talk moment. <laughs> it's very, very bad, very, very bad. It does need to be said though, but um, but it was very hit and miss back then, wasn't it? Because I, I honestly, I thought that Honey Rider was one of the most. Like in '62, was one of the most powerful depictions of women I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think I think I said when we did the girls, when we did the mm. girls special, yeah. that I thought that they get they get less progressive. So I think I think you had in the '60s. I mean, this is a bit of a segue now, but in the '60s, you know, sexual yeah. politics was getting more progressive, wasn't it? And women were getting many many more rights that they'd never yeah. had before. And then there was definitely a pushback against that in the '70s, and that's reflected in the films and the depictions of women. Mm. And that's when you have, Agree. you know, your Tiffany cases, who. 
I, I might not have said I really have a problem with. <laughs> Jess, can I remind you, you did say bless your hearts. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> oh, sorry, I need to work on my. You shouldn't have done it, Jess, because now I, I'm <laughs> free reign on all this now. Yeah. It, it's actually so. Rob who's the most free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, and, and I think, and then you had the, you kind of, you had the, you know, the 80s again, really progressive. You know, you got the, the, the character, you know, the female characters in the Dalton movies, and then again, kind of, you know, getting less progressive again <laughs> since, really, with it, and then ending in Craig's films where it, where they really try, well, they really think that they're being very progressive, and they actually kind of go the other way, don't they? Which is which is really really disappointing. Yeah. But anyway, I think that's again a different a different. Sorry, I'm I'm not being very. No. Am I sorry? No, no, <laughs> no. It's, no, I because I, right, I, I, yeah. I think it's a brilliant point. I think it's a brilliant <laughs> point that that this this idea that only because we're in 2021 are we allowed to have a progressive portrayal of of women in the in the mm. sort of this fantasy spy world mm. uh, when in fact we did you know it's been happening on and off right from the very beginning yeah um, for better in better or worse. Uh, mm-hmm. representations but yeah I, I i do lament the last 15 years especially in terms of representation and in any other regards <laughs> <laughs> now you try and have a disco there's always <laughs> there's always someone who wants a serious conversation with this <laughs> i'm sorry i'm, <laughs> I'm joking jess Apologies. i'm joking no and <laughs> and what and goldfinger you know it's like, again they mentioned there's a little bit of people no longer feel the need to praise it at the moment. And if anyone were to praise the Goldfinger music, it'd perhaps be for the obvious stuff that, you know, the more notable theme. So I'm really glad you picked that because actually that's some really subtle musical choices by John Barry that add weight to, well, one of many uh, occasions where weight is added to Gold to the Goldfinger film. Mm. So superb, superb choice. From there, Math, if you want to uh, introduce the, the, the clip of music that, that you've gone for this Isthmus. It had to be Barry for me. You know, the guy's just a genius. And having done this pod, my love for him has just grown and grown and continues to grow. It, it probably won't surprise anybody that it's from the living daylights. I'm I'm someone who who really, I've bored people about this in the past, but I, I did a screenwriting course quite a long time ago now. But I remember one thing that one of our teachers used to say, tutors, whatever you call them, he, he, when, we, when we were studying films, he'd say, look for bits where moments make movies like moment a moment in it which which really sticks with you and whatever so I've, I've always that's something that's really stuck with me and I think music often adds to that and I think John Barry is a master of accentuating and highlighting somewhere where a moment makes a movie or you know really stands out so there's musical cue of course for, for this film John Barry he only wrote three songs you know co-wrote three songs <laughs> and, which is which is just incredible I'd love to see that again and we discussed this with Andreas, who played Necros, that that he himself, a henchman, a bit more than a henchman, but he had his own theme song. But that musical cue is used, I think, three times in the film, three brilliant moments, as far as I'm concerned, three incredible moments from Bond history. So the first, first one is the fight with Green Four, where it's got that music from Where Has Everybody Gone? But then it's got that, that extra bit, the dramatic moment. Then the next time we hear it is when... Saunders is killed. Saunders. Yeah, Saunders. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just a wonderful moment in itself, you know, having, I mean, I've talked about this so much and I do apologise, but the Never moment with, with Dalton's Bond and, and Saunders, you know, talking in the cafe and then just the way, again, he accentuates that moment of drama. 
but I've gone for in-flight fight. And in particular, those final 30 seconds where it's the jeopardy, it's the, it's the drama, it's building, it's building this incredible two people hanging out the back of a aeroplane, for goodness sake, on a cargo net, having, you know, trying to have a fight, however, me, you know, however they possibly can. And then that moment where the way that only James Bond, in my opinion, only James Bond would, would think to do this is to um, cut his own laces with Necros hanging on his hanging on his foot, hanging on his boots. And just the way that the music accentuates and just, oh. you know, surrounds that moment is is perfection as far as I'm concerned. So that's what I've gone for. Honestly, I, this section, like I say, was meant to be about the music. I think I'm, it's the talking about the music now that's exciting me most. <laughs> Some of the things that have been said just coming from the music of this franchise just excites me so much. I don't know about you guys, but it's so good to hear each other talk about how much this music has an impact. Thank you so much, Matt, and uh, look forward to hearing a, a little section of in-flight fights in uh, in Disco Valente. Any moment now, hot pants coming up. <laughs> um, yeah, um, <laughs> Tom, Tom, you're you're, you're the last uh, one we've come to here. What? Which piece of music have you? Which piece of uh, Eric Serra's music have you chosen? Ladies first. It had to be Barry again. And I thought for this, there's, there's certain pieces of music, like in Moonraker, flying to space, that are so amazing. Oh, yeah. But that's like so vast and epic and there's too yeah. much to discuss. So I thought for more of a a sort of big, a little clip, sorry, with some visual, just, you know, the, the visuals that go with it perfectly, I thought I'd choose something from A View to a Kill. <laughs> okay, so this is uh, Pete John Barry for me. Not that any John Barry isn't Pete John Barry. Even the man we gone good is is so mm. good. But the action theme basically from A View to a Kill. So it starts with the track Snow Job at the beginning and it's worked perfectly. And you've got the little flutes when Bond's finding the capsule, you know, the locket with the chip. I mean, that's just amazing itself. Uh. And then we hear it again. I think it's when the fire engine scene which is ridiculous but it's brilliant but then uh, this is my choice the the end fight on the top of the golden gate bridge <laughs> in San Francisco I, I honestly wh why why can't we have such things like this again mm. Matt just mentioned the Necros final fight these are proper stunts this is these are two guys hanging out ah. of two guys on the actual you know San Francisco golden gate bridge Rob what are you trying to <laughs> I can't see you. what he's showing. Oh, is, show it oh. it's, it's, uh, is it the poster? <laughs> it is, but I can't see it because obviously I'm I'm not in my office. Obviously, I'm in Eastern yeah. City. So <laughs> the thing is, sorry, just Rob Rob showing the view to kill. You know, the the drawn poster. That you know, it's like a almost like pencil sketch, whatever. I, whenever I think, obviously, of the view to kill soundtrack, it takes me right back. And Math and Tom will agree with this. So we we had it on tape, and that 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 front cover of. Bond and Stacey at top of the golden on top of the Golden Gate Bridge. The music and that picture just go together so well. Sorry, so go, go for it, Tom. Carry oh on. well, I, I regret not talking when we spoke to John Glenn. I regret not talking to him about this scene because mm. there's a, there's a picture of him on top of the Golden Gate Bridge. John mm. Glenn, you know, it's just the lengths these people went to. Okay, we know Roger Moore wasn't actually there, but he, you know the sort of the set that they built of the top of it where they're having the fight in Pinewood connects perfectly i think with the yeah. shots of them hanging on dangling it's but it's john barry's music which puts it on a different level so you've got the the main thing you've got the electric guitar in the background which i've never mm. heard 
Barry do really, apart from Man with the Gun, the Gun, uh, the song, of course. But, yeah, and then it's the, it's the bit when the, probably my favourite screen death of any in anything, where Christopher Walken does that little laugh as he knows he's <laughs> going to die, yeah. and then the strings just go as, as he drops. It's <laughs> so already you're like, I can imagine the cinema hearts in your mouth, and then James, and then it, it turns around and it's and it goes back to the theme, the electric guitar, and you see Max with the the dynamite and all that. It's just, I know it's, it's shooting at him first, isn't it? Yeah. And it and then it's like even more so this is this is something that doesn't seem to happen anymore where in one big action scene there are a few beats, there are a few different sections to mm. it. It's not kill that guy, kill that person, that's the end of it. This is all going on at the same time. So you've you've killed the main baddie, but there's still work to be done for Bond. He's still on top of the Golden Gate Bridge, people shooting at him. And yeah, just the just that that whole and this is what we want from a Bond film, for me personally. And sadly, we go into the Mission Impossibles are doing it better, these kind of stunts. And, it, you know, like the Henry Cavill, Tom Cruise end fight with the helicopter on top of mm. the rocks. It's just, these are the kind of scenes we want to see in Bond. And I really hope they bring that. But for me, that's John Barry and that's just the best of John Glenn as well. Thank you so much, Tom. What, what a way to describe that scene in the film because like you say the two go hand in hand you can't listen to these clips of music without thinking of what you're seeing on the screen the moments that make movies like Matt said we're going for it we're going to listen now to oh. this track so we've entered the disco uh, Valente get ready maybe just put your drinks down it's going to get pretty wild <laughs> it's not at all <laughs> but just enjoy listening to these tracks and obviously we've got all these memories attached I'm sure listeners when they that when they hear these bits of music, they might think very similar or it might take them to a, a, you know, a different nostalgic moment in their life or something. But here's just a short collection of amazing music from this incredible franchise that we love. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is Golden Girl, Jess's Choice. Oh. Not this bit, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) 
going into good night, good night. Lush. Lush. <laughs> Jennifer's favourite word. Want to roll about in it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> This is him killing Zorin. pieces of music spent about you... half an hour talking about it in three minutes listening to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Harry, Harry, is there any way you can send that? Uh, well, yeah. I, it's I, it's, it's well, such a we... nice digestion. Mega, of... Yeah, mega mix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but thank you so much for um, just offering those and maybe next this must there'll be more tracks to enjoy. <laughs> and that is some amazing, yeah. that is some amazing Bond cheer right there. 
um, you go to a party or yeah. you go to a wedding and you have that horrendous Greek grease mega mix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the five mega mix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we need a bond party. Yeah, disco Valencia. Yeah, I love how you know, like usually when you go to a disco, there's usually a dud like build me up buttercup, but there was no build me up buttercup <laughs> in that. Oh. Well, not, I object to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry. Stone Cold Classic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bless you. Might, might, might be bad teenage <laughs> memories on my part, Jeff. Possibly. <laughs> now, for me, it's. I agree that sounded like a place you want to stay all night till the lights go up, didn't it? Disco Valencia. But what a franchise, guys! And what other franchise could create those chills of like adventurous excitement like that? Like they're obviously superhero themes, aren't they? You know, and like Indiana Jones type themes, which are absolutely incredible. They make you feel in a similar way. But this franchise is twenty five films old, and they've got nearly all the films have these moments that just are absolute magic. Just it's you know the music, the impact it has, incredible. Uh, the weather here is obviously, for listeners who, who can't see, it's, it's pretty hot here in Isthmus. It's, it's pretty unpleasant. Um, no Christmas jumpers in sight at all. No hats and scarves, like I mentioned. And in fact, all the clothes we've opted for are designed for the, the, the heat and the, and the tropical climate. However, that's not to say they aren't fashionable. Now, viewers, we know you can't see us, but in order for you to picture our clothes for Isthmus, let me describe what each guest is wearing. Now, because I'm the host... I've actually chosen to look to the man with the golden gun for inspiration, actually, because I'm dressed as Nicknap in my full three-piece suit, buttoned up with a bow tie, pocket watch, bowler hat and gloves on. Perfect outfit for hosting and running errands, but maybe not here in the beautiful and intensely scorching weather of Isthmus. But, you know, I just thought it looked great. And I know I look a bit daft now, sweating. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, yeah, anyway, I'll move on to you guys. You you guys all look much more suited to the, to the hot weather here in Isthmus. Math, and now obviously the, the, the viewers can't see, but you, 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 you picked a, a you know, really bold and incredibly crisp beach outfit here, I have to say. One that's quite well known. You've gone. You've come as as, as Sean from Thunderball, pink short short sleeve shirt and his oh, and his yeah. blue shorts, oh, yeah. and he's, he's just looking something, something special. Great um, shout! Great. Shout. Yeah, yeah. Mm, Matt, just just tell us about this ensemble and, and and talk us through it. How you feel wearing it? Because you know it's quite nice. Well, I, th- I think it's I think it's bold. You know, I, I sometimes uh, I think I should be more bold in in, in things I wear. <laughs> it's a lovely it's a lovely combination, and something that I I share with Sean, both Sean and Pierce, is having an incredibly hairy chest. So when wearing <laughs> wearing shirts like this, you know, sort of with with a button or two undone, it reveals you know the the black forest, as it were. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that that's partly why I've why I've chosen it, and and you know it can also you can also have the sunglasses as well, and it, it just looks it just looks, it just looks wonderful. Thank you, Matthew. You do look great, uh, you know, and it's bold as well. And, and it's Whereas Rob has beautiful bare skin. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, yeah, we'll come on to your outfit in a moment, Rob. John, 
You've yeah. also seemed to have uh, followed Sean's lead uh, okay. as well for, for the weather, weather in Isthmus. But you've decided to wear the powder blue yes. flannel onesie. Yeah. Sean Connery wears oh. poolside in Goldfinger. Oh. And you've got the blue towel over your shoulder, which is lovely. How does it feel, in all honesty? Tight. If I'm being totally honest, I tried. I'm one of these people who can look at things and think, oh, I really want to wear that. And then when I put it on, I realise it's not for me. It started with baseball caps, but this was definitely uh, the next one that I looked at when I tried it on. This is just for my own private viewing. Uh, sometimes I'll put it on with my uh, with my Roger Moore review to kill sunglasses that I got last Christmas. It's it's a sensational outfit. I'm quite fascinated by the material. Mm. It looks mm. like it's like um like How does it feel? Cotton like it feels like it should be a towel. Like, you know, yeah. it's one of those towel yeah. things going on. Presumably your legs just do they just have to dry themselves? This heat, are you kidding? No, you, you look Ooh. wonderful, John. You look wonderful. Thank you. It's the towel on towel action. Of this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly yeah. off blue. Well, dry enough. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what more to say, to be honest. I feel like you should probably like put talcum powder on maybe before wearing it in all, in all yeah. of the... <laughs> um, Anyway, <laughs> that's, you know, what you choose to do back in the hotel room, that's, you know, your choice. Um, now, Tom, you've, you've come in a loose-fitting blue short-sleeved shirt with the buttons undone at the top, revealing that white vest beneath you. You've got binoculars hanging around your neck. <laughs> we all know immediately what outfit this is, yeah. I'm sure all listeners are shouting out. You've, you've come as pissed frozen, haven't you, from day another day. You must feel like a million dollars. How, how does it feel? I do. It, it took quite a, quite a while to find a shirt that good. I searched every high street in Isthmus, but, a high street store in Isthmus, but eventually I just had to go to their, their H&M to find it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, very good. But the vest was, uh, yeah, the vest was all was all mine. So, so yes, it, it's got that bit of class because if I don't want to show the hairy chest, mine's not as hairy as Matt's, by the way, but if I don't want to show it, then, you know, you the are. vest covered it up, so it, it's quite good. And, I can, yeah. and I've got the pocket, I think I've got the pocket, yeah. For carrying the nipples? Cigar in, yeah. yeah. So oh, sorry. Yeah. Quite useful. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yeah, you know, you look good, Tom. It's kind of a, a new you. Uh, yeah, I, I think this could be you know, something maybe yep. you can bring forward. Tom, sorry. Last question: Are the binoculars? Are you really going to be bird watching this Christmas, or is it just for you just want to look cool? <laughs> cool in inverted commas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my mate Neil Purvis. He 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 sort of had this idea that I should I should wear them and look cool in them. So I think I think he will. But I have to put them on top of my actual glasses. So it's quite it's quite difficult to master that. <laughs> Jess and Chris together probably have to apologise because I told you to dress for a, for a tropical climate, and so you knew it would be hot. And I suppose yours is a slightly different take. Than that. <laughs> kind of as a couple, you've come dressed as James Bond and Cara in the Mujahideen disguise. So you, <laughs> you, must be, you must be sweating buckets. <laughs> I know it's your favourite film, but you're probably regretting that choice, aren't you? Oh, well, you know, it's 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 very fitting for the uh, the occasion. I like mm-hmm. to dress for the occasion. And I think that's uh, that works really well. Are you going to keep it on? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. It will. I feel like it's actually ideal for the occasion. Yeah. Linen, nice and loose. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm loving this choice. Dress for action. Yeah, exactly. Like oh, it's cool. more casual as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know you can move fast, you know, in it all. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, you're not going to get sunburn. Ideal. Yeah. Magic carpet as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Lastly, Rob. Yeah. I can understand it's hot, but Rob, I'll just describe you. I know it's going to be hot here in Isthmus. You've not quite dressed quite as formally, have you? As, 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 yeah. as, as you've come in tiny little sky blue swim shirt, <laughs> and, and, and that's all. That's all you're wearing, just sitting there. Is that is that Daniel Craig's outfit from Casino Royale? It, it is. I've come dressed as that because uh, at the moment, getting a vasectomy on the NHS is uh, is hard to come by. So I thought if I got these extremely <laughs> Restrictive pants. Well, John um, could probably vouch for that with his. <laughs> I yeah, I because uh, I've been told that, that this is the finale. This is the season finale for me having any more children. So this is my next best bet. It's <laughs> to, to dress like this. I hope it's all right. It's very uncomfortable um, and it's quite tight in the buttocks region. <laughs> I hope that's all right. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Have you been for a swim? Uh, no, because I can't move. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, can't move anywhere. I'll- I wish that this was available on YouTube for uh, people to see these guys. <laughs> Only at Isthmus would you would you dress like this, and because it's Isthmus, Isthmus, you know, happy Isthmus. It, you know, it wouldn't be Isthmus without the um, exchanging of gifts because it's oh. you know it's at this time of year, and we're going to start dishing out some presents now, like we did the last last Isthmus and this Advent. I've been spending a lot of time thinking back to the days of when there were James Bond games on the PlayStation and N64. That was the absolute golden era. I've been trying to remember that remarkable feeling when you, when at Isthmus you opened it as a present and then went straight to your console, which I don't know, N64, PlayStation, just went up to your bedroom, whatever, shoved in the disc or the cartridge, maybe played it a little bit and then more unboxing day and then the coming months just absolutely laying into that incredible James Bond game, recreating the missions from the game during your Christmas holidays. And just, you know, what a feeling that was. And actually, when we had Sam Rogers on the show to talk about the songs he chose, and he chose two songs from the games. And I think that's just started me off really, really fantasising about the old games and, you know, the, the potential for games in the future as well, which is, you know, would just be wondrous. You're not going to believe this, guys, but this year I've, I've not just spoken with Father Isthmus. Um, I've actually I've been Padre, in contact Padre with... Padre Isthmus. <laughs> yeah, Padre Isthmus, yeah. Heart. I have been in contact with Electronic Arts, so the, the, guys at, the guys at PlayStation 5, and we've agreed for this Isthmus to create six new games for us to each open oh. and take home this year. Exclusive to you, and they are games of the old films. You're each going to go home with one tonight, oh. um, and I'm sure at this point you guys are thinking, "Oh my god, I can see some of your expressions." You know, what am I going to get? Which film would I like to play? Which game would I like to to kind of see the graphics of and the, the gameplay and all that? I mean, this is as close to a dream as possible, I'd say, um, and it's only for the Isthmus, I'm afraid. And I'm, I bet listeners are also thinking about the films they'd like to see made into a game. And, you know, on the PlayStation 5 as well, the graphics on this are going to be good. The playability is going to be great. If you think about, like, the levels and the settings, oh. you're probably going to feel like you're actually there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, those are all the things coming to my mind. I'd probably start better dish them out to you if you're, if, if, if you're ready. <laughs> John, I'm, I'm going to uh, come to you first. And, um, you know, when you see it, obviously, let me know what you think. And we'll just kind of talk about what, what you might be able to do on that game. Here it comes. I'll just pass it over to you now. Okay, have you got it? Oh, oh my word! What is it? <laughs> that is a Christmas present and a half. Oh, what game is it? <laughs> oh, don't see the game. 
wow. Oh, just look on the back. What are some? What are some of the levels that it shows pictures of? <laughs> it opens up with the pre-title sequence where oh. you the Acro Star, and wow. your um, your final your final mission on that level is to refuel it at the petrol. It then goes into a level called Property of a Lady. <laughs> what happens is, is you double up as Jim Fanning. It's a junior player. <laughs> you have to outbid Camel Khan on that. <laughs> Sounds pretty tricky. Is it difficult? Yeah, that'll be difficult, won't it? I think that's a, yeah, that's a, it's one, of, one for wits there. And then you go to <laughs> India, and there's a level where you've got to learn the James Bond theme tune on the <laughs> <laughs> I think the combination is triangle, square, triangle, circle. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I think it might be a bit like Guitar Hero, where actually there's a, a PS5 version of a flute. Yeah. Charming tune. <laughs> oh, it looks incredible. Riding, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you, you can go tuk-tuk riding, and you can get a special cheat uh, on a cartridge where you can get the blunderbuss as a weapon on it as well. Oh, oh yeah. John, did you get the downloadable content version where you get the Gorilla minigame? <laughs> I thought the downloadable content was Quantum of Solace. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Uh, yes, Gorilla minigame's on there. Train ride is on there. Have a, what they got, a pretzel with a German couple's on there as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a... Uh, the clown level, that's amazing. Whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah. I bet that's so difficult. They're, they're uploading that clown to the uh, GoldenEye downloadable content. Oh, for multiplayer as well, maybe? Yeah, multiplayer, Roger and clown. Honestly, oof. And, well, what more can you say, really? Superb, John. I hope you really enjoy that. You know, I thought, I, I'm, I'm glad you've got one you, you love. I, I will open my mind here, because I just seem to have come across mine. Oof, oh. yeah. I'll move on from that. Superb, look. Ugh. Thunderball, the game. My oh. word. Oh. That, I'm, just, I mean, I'm picturing straight away, obviously, the underwater scenes, how good that's going to be. Kind of snorkeling around. And, you know, the harpoon gun as well. Just oh, my word. Even, even in the opening with the jetpack. Yes, yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. He's got oh. it, I think. He's got it. My word, that'd be incredible. And it's got the... It seems, well, there's a picture of the um, of me... I assume it's me. For this one, it's it's first person. Is yours first person, John? Oh yeah, mine was definitely first person. Yeah, I, I think it seems to be in a, in the carnival in the festival. Assuming Volpe, I think like the blood is coming up the screen as you as you're kind of progressing, and whether you can get. Oh my word, I can't wait. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, yeah. I wonder in multiplayer levels as well. Sharks. Kind of, Sharks. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. In that swimming pool as well. Oh, brilliant! Really pleased. Really chuffed. Uh, Chris, this I think this is yours. Yeah, it says Chris on it. Chris, here you go. Let me reach over to you. There you go, Chris. Feel free to, uh, to open it. <laughs> what is it? It's it's licensed to kill. How is it? Right, yeah. There's obviously, there's, there's a whole driving section towards the end of the tank. <laughs> oh, wow. There's a whole betting scene. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel a bit sad that you've got that one, actually, Chris. It's not with Daniel Craig's face, though, is it? This one. Best James Bond game you've played, Chris. No, it's great. Yeah. There's a whole like section on. With, like how you pronounce things in this strange northern accent. Where you act as Sanchez and you kind of turn the pressure upon Crest's head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, wow. I can't wait to play it. That's amazing. That, that looks a barrelhead bargain. That level, that was it. <laughs> Unless you, can we come around and play it as well? One one night? Can we come around and play the... So, John, can we come around to yours and, and play oh, Octopus Eat? Yeah. Come, we'll come around to the Goldies. Brilliant. Get licensed skill and you're welcome at mine for Thunderball. Matt, sorry. Got yours. Yeah. Lovely. Oh. <laughs> oh. What well, game have you got? I've got, a vi- I've got a video yeah. game of a video game. I've got <laughs> Dying of the Day. <laughs> oh. Which translates to a PlayStation 5, like... You know, like a duck to water. In fact, the graphics <laughs> might be superior. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's exciting, though, isn't it? Oh, I'm thinking oh. immediately about the precise sequence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the you know, with the the sort of the hovercrafts over over the mines, and and then you know, you've got to you've got to jump right at the end and time it so that you hang off the bell. You know, saved oh. by the bell, um, <laughs> which isn't easy to do. Apparently, it's quite t- difficult to press jump at the right time. <laughs> Yeah, oh, and then there's the level in, you know, Cuba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you know, the, the sword fight with Graves, that's that's oh. that's brilliant. It will be brilliant, I expect. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, by the time we get to uh, Iceland, I mean, we're, we're there, aren't we? I mean, we've, <laughs> we've, we've, we've enjoyed it already. The level where you have to charge the lights on your face to change race. <laughs> I see that there's a, a 12 certificate at the bottom. Is that there's a, there's a level of uh, Halle Berry and Pierce Brosnan in? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say something pretty horrendous then, but I don't know whether. <laughs> Tappy X repeatedly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you got to press square for the. <laughs> For the orgasm. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, I mean, if it was realistic, it would be like a, an impossible combination, surely, wouldn't it? Like square, triangle, L, R, L, one, L, one, L, L, Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Disgusting. I apologise. Don't let mum and dad catch you playing that. Oh, no. No. I've got, I've got one for Jess. Sorry, Matthew. Oh. Do let us know about that level later. Uh, Jess, here you go. Thanks. Is it? Oh, what, what, you, which is, what is it? No time What's to it? die. Cool. Oh, the game. There's a game Thank of it. You. Yeah, right. well, apparently so. Yeah. I mean, cards on the table, I'm not much of a gamer and not much of a no time to die fan, so I'm probably not <laughs> going to get a huge amount of use out of this game. Yeah. Can you actually complete it? 
You'll <laughs> 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 never finish the level. Yeah, yeah. So in that level, you've got to make sure you do you do die. You know? yeah. Is there a scene where you torture your the person that you love by letting them get shot at in close range, and then you have to just steer the car away at just the right moment? You have to wait long enough for them to yeah, be yeah, absolutely yeah. If it does bring a screen, then though. turn the car. Yeah, yeah. yeah you oh, can't do it too early, otherwise anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Can't rescue her too soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like no, she's Great, mentally not not tortured enough yet. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it. I think at the end when you you know you you try and if you jump off like the building at the end and sort of go to safety, you die. So you, you die whatever happens in the end. <laughs> It does have some of that amazing dummy technology, though, like Grand Theft Auto has. So if you did jump off, you know, you'd limp. And I suppose if for some reason you got blown up at the end, you'd, like, you'd go flying, wouldn't you? Like, you'd, you'd see the body flying now. Kind Actually of would have liked style. to have seen that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah some rag <ragdoll. laughs> <laughs> and I think there'll be can some you, levels Can you play this there, game as somebody else? If you play it in No Time to Die, can I play it as what she called the character that gets nothing to do but Until is great? <laughs> Nomi, can Nomi. I play it as Nomi? That might be quite fun. Just have yeah, a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like a sub, a sub yeah. plot. <laughs> Watching yeah. the explosion from afar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard you can also play as uh, Q's bald cat at one point as well. <laughs> <laughs> you can do the ending as Q's bald cat and he survives because he doesn't commit suicide. So. Yeah. <laughs> the final villain boss is M. And then he has a drink to you at the end. It's so bad. Yeah. Thanks for oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'll, I can send it back to Electronic Arts if you want. I'd, if you don't let I can put it. Don't it let Ernie play that game though, please. No. <laughs> I won't let now. Ernie's going. Can't be allowed anywhere near it now. I've got yours here, Tom. Here we go. Oh, good. Thank you. Oh, th- oh, thank you, Harry. Is it good? That's yeah, good it's uh, it's you only live twice. The game. It's got to be one of the most playable, I think. And it's got it's got all the. The dubbing it includes the original dubbing of the actors. Oh, so it's, crazy. it's got the same the same guy who did Largo's voice in the game Largo, not not the guy <laughs> who did the film. Yeah, it's, there's a brilliant there's a brilliant level where you you die at the beginning and you you go in this sort of like in this body casket and you go underwater and then oh. you think James Bond's going to die, but of course he doesn't die. And no. uh, <laughs> you get opened up, and then you get to see Money Penny and M. And there's like a talk. It's probably going to be a talking scene, you know, when it just shows a little video, and you're not actually playing it. But I yeah. don't mind. I don't mind those bits in the game. But yeah, <laughs> the, the, the end level when you sort of you go down on the rope into the um, as a ninja, you can oh. play as a ninja, I think, as well, into the, the base, uh, Blofeld's base. That's that's the best level in it. And you go on the monorail, and you can shoot everybody, and it's yeah. Any pictures of Little Nelly? Oh, little Nelly, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a that's a really that's a really good bit. And during the whole the whole thing, you just see you can see your face like this, because like. <laughs> Connery doesn't show much emotion in that scene. But anyway, uh, I've heard there's an amazing like revolutionary, you know, like to, as you get towards sort of like the final quarter of the film, a bit like a sports simulator. They invite you to do some like facial manipulation, some character <laughs> stuff. So you can do a little bit of, yeah, augmentation. Yeah. You can move, move your eyes up and down. Yeah, yeah. 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 Clever, <laughs> Make your face like a pig, maybe, as well. <laughs> <laughs> now, Rob, you're last. Yeah, I've realised when I'm last in these Isthmus specials, it's usually incendiary. <laughs> <laughs> well... 
<laughs> you don't need to wait anymore, Rob. Can't oh. wait. So excited. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Is it good? Well, I'm so happy. Yes, yes. Oh, brilliant. Um, Incredible! I've, been, I've always wanted to play the, the horse racing level. I've been so excited about. What is um, it? Oh, it's oh. a view to a kill. I'm a view so to sorry. Kill. Oh. A view to a kill. I'm so Whoa. sorry. Yeah, on PS5. Um, it says it's a um, <laughs> multiplayer event, so I can't wait to be in the tunnels later on with uh, Jenny Flex. And sorry, this sounds really rude. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> multiplayer. <laughs> Bombing out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jenny Flex and Mayday and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. That's right, yeah. What a, what a great... It's the, the first Bond game to feature a cooking level. You get to get <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Press yeah. X to add seasoning. Yeah, yeah. If you mess up, you get right back to the beginning. <laughs> Honestly, it, 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 the, the stakes, I believe, are that high. Yeah. Um, there's, there's like apparently there's a, the bonus level, the the sort of like thwart pervert robot bonus level. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which I really can't wait to play, but obviously, I bet I'm, you know, multiplayer. I bet you can probably have the the uh, rock salt gun, can you? Probably just about, yeah, 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 yeah useless. <laughs> it's actually, that level. Yeah. They've got um, rock salt roulette um, <laughs> on it, so like someone you know in the multiplayer has got an absolutely useless gun, but we don't know who has. It's brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, this is so good. And also, yeah, really uh, great. yeah, you can be you can be Tibbet in the multiplayer as well, and uh, you know. <laughs> Do that rubbish fight with the uh, with that. <laughs> <laughs> He's got yeah. a lamp just right on the conveyor belt, though. Yeah, and I know that St- yeah. Stacey's weapon is uh, is uh, Granddad's urn as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell! <laughs> oh hell! <laughs> what a game! Fact- Tomorrow Mayday level. Can you press R one to flip Mayday on top? <laughs> You know, not the end scene, you know. Rudy Judy action. Um, there's a couple Sorry. of levels Sorry. like that. No, there's a couple of levels like that that I will not be showing my children. The uh, judo uh, level with Zorin and Mayday. Yeah, bro. yeah. Well, I mean, that's really because of outfit choices, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, Zorin. Lots of, lots of bumps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Zorin's is the, is the Is the town hall level on the fire? Oh. Is, yeah, yeah. You've got to press X to go down a step, Y to go down a step. But the entire time, your joystick is is, is and it's a throbbing. It's, 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 it's vibrating. Yeah. It's vibrating. And yeah, it's a rumble pack. Yeah. And um, uh, you've also got a drunk member of the family watching you, <laughs> making sure you don't mess up. Fully <laughs> immersive interactive experience. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. No, I'm really pleased about that because I, I, I am sorry. Sometimes some of the gifts don't always work out for you. I'm really pleased that one did. And it, I don't think you do a game, the man with the golden gun, because you don't kill anyone. So yeah, yeah. Then, uh, yeah. But the warehouse, imagine maybe next Christmas. Oh. Anyway, the funhouse. Sorry. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, Harry, can I, I? I got last Christmas. I was given a copy of um, Spectre, and I wanted. To oh, the, in on a Manchester Secret Santa. Yeah, I, I want to tell you just how much, you know, because I was quite derogatory at the time. I said, this will only ever be, uh, you know, my chair's wobbling and it will help me prop it <laughs> yeah. up. You know, it's now my my favourite of the craze. So um, oh, thank is... you. It, having given it to me last year, I've watched it a few times and, and yeah, I've enjoyed it. I'm pleased about that, Rob. Thank, thank you for thank sharing. You. Yeah, thank yeah. You. That's big of you too. Should we have On a Magic Secret Santa now? Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So last year, I was a bit disappointed. I got, yeah, I was a bit disappointed. I got Never Say Never Again. Um, And we did Yankee Swap, didn't we? I think some of us got to swap what we had for something we preferred. 
Just, oh, this one's to me. Obviously, don't know who it's from. I shall see. Oh, oh. very good. Yeah, immediate reaction is positive. It's Doctor No. Love that <laughs> film and loving it more and more with each viewing. And where we're at with Bond, kind of, you know, if you're rethinking the template for what Bond is, Doctor No is a very good place to start. That's brilliant. Pleased with that, whoever sent it. Very good. John, can you remember what you got last year? Got for your eyes only, but I think I did a Yankee swap for Skyfall. Do you? Ah, with Jennifer, maybe. Was it? Yeah, I'm Jennifer or Tom, one of the two, yeah. Oh, with Tom, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. You got Skyfall, all right. Have you, have you watched it? Skyfall? Actually, no, I haven't. I don't think I have. <laughs> <laughs> Not since last Christmas. Not since last Christmas, no. I've got yours here. Yeah. There you go, John. Oh, thank you, mate. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Is it? Uh, it's uh, it's a token for Skyfall. <laughs> <laughs> it's for your eyes only. Again? Oh. Again, yeah, yeah. Whoever's How's doing these is happening? having you on. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to pass give it, it again. again, John. Surely you're going to give it a chance this Christmas. Is this is this the Isthmus? <clears throat> is this the Isthmus? Um, Isthmus. This year to save me from tears. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, go on, I'll keep it this year. I'll give it a go this year, because I didn't Good really Sorry. Good luck. Brilliant. Especially this year with the soundtrack CD. Chris, that's a good point. If it's that, then it's a belt. Make it last all night. As mm. well. <laughs> <laughs> Rude yeah. episode, this is. Yeah. Sorry. Dirty no, actually, special. from me as well, apologies. Dirty John. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, it was a view to a kill for you last year. Which I'm sure you're pretty, pretty pleased with. You didn't swap it. No. Good, good. You've got another this year. Here it is. <laughs> Let me just pass it to you. I've seen it somewhere. Here we go. Got it. Oh. oh, nice. Yeah, lovely. Goldfinger. 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 It doesn't. I never, never tire of it. Yeah. Rewatching yeah. that over and over again. Uh, oh, a rewatchability one, that. Oh, yeah. 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 Will you come to a new conclusion about the the gas when you? Watch it? <laughs> uh, no, no, because my conclusion is the correct one. <laughs> watch it again, Chris. Watch it again. Because <laughs> <laughs> on our screen, Tom, you collapse in front of Sanchez. What's in your Sanchez say? <laughs> Senorita, senorita. <laughs> is he crying or just sweaty then, you know, when he's exasperated, that guard? Both, I think it's a bit of both. Ooh, I think yeah. must be. So he must Sorry, you can feel it in his ears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so rife. It's a rife yeah. obsession. Yeah. Um, sprunt. <laughs> last year, last year, Matt, yeah, you know what you got? I think I got some Never Dies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. And throughout the year, I have... I've, I, I often put it on on a Friday night or a Saturday night at perhaps like nine or oh, ten o'clock. It's just so easy lovely. to watch. Yeah, brilliant. Are you ready for this year? I am. Ready? I've got it here. Oh, oh wow! Uh, the most wow, festive wow. of all the uh, the Bond films. Yeah, on a Majesty's Secret Service, and it is one I think I want to I want to be even more familiar with. So this is a wonderful, wonderful gift. That's t- two years in a row then on good form. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, but. Two very different films because Tomorrow Never Dies is almost, is almost, I'm not, you know, 
almost leave your brain, you know, you, you it's just an enjoyable <laughs> action film a lot. Yeah. Whereas yeah. on a Manchester Secret Service is an emotional roller coaster. So yeah, uh, very, very chuffed with that. But look how Bondy looks on that front. I know. Oh, I mean flipping yeah. heck. Just needs to, well, Tom, you theorised that that's why they had the on a Majesty's music in No Time to Die for because they were by the Thames. You know, yeah, there's a again a bit like with Chris. Chris has a the actual right answer, <laughs> but it just thrown in because the scene was boring. But <laughs> yeah, the lamp and on the Thames, and he was back on Her Majesty's Secret Service. So mm. yeah. yeah, could be. How was that? <laughs> Tom. Got yours here. You got. Oh, like I said, you yeah. got you got Skyfall, but then swapped with John, didn't you last year? Yeah, I'm a bit nervous now. Oh, oh, thank you. Well, that's, nice. that's oh. Harry. Thank oh. you. Very much. What is it? It's uh, it's Moonraker. Oh, Moonraker yeah. can't be. So, I can't think of a better film to watch over the Christmas period. Yeah. I think I'm I'm going to whack that on and just sit back for two hours and enjoy yeah. some of the best the best Bond there is. To be honest, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, Harry. That's not for me. Well, sorry, Father. On a Manchester Secret Santa, yeah. Yeah. Um, Same for us. <laughs> Father Christmas, <laughs> yeah. He has different um, names in different countries. Yeah. <laughs> now, Rob, Rob. <laughs> you've, last you, mentioned, you mentioned that you got Spectre last year, but I think you swapped it with Jennifer, I think. Did I? Possibly, I think so. Oh, gosh. Not well, sure. your seat is that's an angle, Rob. That's... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. maybe you bought it out of your own... Your pocket. Oh, I did. I did nice. buy that lovely big box set. Uh, having bought it, I threw away the last packet of it because. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope. But well, I did dig it out because um, with, you know, yeah. like I'm, I'm conscious now that all your gifts seem to be you know a little bit loaded or you know yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah goading is the word. I, <laughs> I really hope. I really hope this year that you get one that you quite like. Padre Christmas, please. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, live and let die. Uh, oh, glorious. I absolutely love this flipping movie, and it gets better with every single one. It does indeed. Music Join is insane. More is insane. The boldness of it is insane. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is yeah. oh, this is incredible. I, I, don't, th- I don't think we talk about this film an awful lot, do no, we? We don't. Yeah. I, no. we don't. It's so, yeah. so good. You're all wrong. The review is in 2028, lads. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What a film. What a film. Incredible. Oh, Rob. I'm Again, delighted. pretty good. So, good game. What did you, what game did you get? You got View uh, to View Kill. View to a Kill. View to a Kill. Uh, and, then... and Live and Let Die on DVD. On Blu-ray, sorry. That's, that's excellent. Jess, last year you got oh. Octopussy. Did I? I thought I got Living Daylights last year. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. great. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you got Octopussy. Um, <laughs> which must, must be... And here's yours this year. Ah, oh, thank oh, you. Oh, yes. What is, what is it? The Living Daylights, which oh, is my right. favourite Bond film. Wow. I love lots of Bond films, but this is this is. I, oh, thank you. Yeah, love it. This is love Bond. Love Tara. Love the romance of it. Brilliant. Thank you. Superb. Oh, that couldn't have gone better. I don't think that on a no. secret Santa. Brilliant. No Yankee swapping, I imagine. No. Oh, no. Nope. Hands Brilliant. off. Yeah, yeah. Wow, guys, it's probably... Did anybody get a Craig one? It... Did anybody get a Craig one in that? No, I, I think there's a reason for that. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. they don't make people fun. happy. Like... <laughs> <laughs> just thinking we're all pretty happy with our choices. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, was... What's the common denominator? Was there any Brosnan, though? I don't think there was any, any no, Brosnan there wasn't either. No, there wasn't any. Ah, yeah. mm. oh, no Brosnan. 
No, no it, it was a good. It was a good haul. Let's be. Let's be. Yeah, yeah. pleased. It's yeah. so good to see the smiling faces at Isthmus always, and <laughs> to know that our our beloved James Bond that has put it there, you know, put us here. It's brilliant. I think it's been another successful Isthmus, guys. And oh, sorry, this sorry, just El President is just arriving. He seems to be. He's trying to crack on with because it's the end of the party. He seems to be trying to crack on with. And anyway, a bit slimy. Um, anyway, <laughs> that must conclude this year's Isthmus special. Then, what better way, guys, to finish than have Fran Sanchez, aka Robert Darvey, to sing us out with his song "New York City Isthmus." So it's important to note that Robert not only played one of the, the greatest Bond villains, James Bond villains, but Isthmus runs in his blood. So it's so good that he's singing about Isthmus as well here. To let you know, can download and stream this song and a New York City Isthmus. But Robert, you you know, you you play us out. We're off guys now to jump in a pool from a great height. Um maybe while a winking fish divides <laughs> our opinions. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, what a great voice. Yeah, good voice live. <laughs> um, I've all, do you know what? I've, I've always been reluctant to spend Isthmus abroad. Um, but I've, I've been turned, I've been turned. It's been one to remember, guys. We may, probably next year we'll return to Truman Lodge. But there's a lot to happen before then. We've seen how much can happen between Isthmus specials already. Um, we're heading into Bond's 60th year. Now, where we hope there'll be significant updates and fans will have an idea of where we can go from here. I think it can only be a happy new year after 2021 killed James Bond. (laughs) No, seriously, what a joy, guys, to celebrate James Bond and Isthmus together with you guys and with our listeners too. All we can say now is to the listeners and to each other, Merry Isthmus. Merry Merry Isthmus. Got an early flight back. This must Panama via Mexico City. <laughs> Rob, are you going to be jumping in the pool now? Rupia! <laughs> Why didn't you ask? Hang a shining star upon the highest bar. What a voice, by the way. It really does. Yeah. Now. I feel a bit tasteless, you know, hanging out at a dead man's villa, um, <laughs> yeah, celebrating yeah. his passing, listening to his music. Yeah. <laughs> Just to remind remind people, this is a James Bond villain singing Have Yourself a Merry Christmas. <laughs> It'd be quite nice to think of uh, other Bond villains <laughs> yeah. singing this. Do you know where Christmas is? Soon we all will be together If the Lord allows Hang a shining star Upon the highest bar Fairly uncomfortable eye contact with the camera. Yeah. <laughs> the band members look pretty loyal to them. <laughs> a merry little Christmas.
just Drax on piano. No. <laughs> 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 Barely moving his fingers. <laughs> Lovely. Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless you. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.